Welcome to Help Stop the Genocide in American Ghettos podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Barbie. Tonight we have a special guest, Prophetess Patrice Finley from Minnesota. Okay, y'all live on the air. Why, thank you, thank you. Thank you for having me on your show today. Well, I want to just welcome each and every one of you, and thank you for joining us tonight. I am Prophetess Patrice Michelle Finley from Miracles First International Ministry. And we go by Matthew 6 and 10, and it says, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And I just want to invite each and every one of you all tonight. We just want to welcome in the Holy Spirit to take control. I want God to just speak through me and whatever he has to say to each and every one of you all listening tonight. I pray that you receive this word that God has spoken already to you. And I know that it's concerning you as well. So I just want to welcome you in tonight and just thank God for each and every one of you. I'm also, at the same time, the Vice President of Black Wall Street, Minnesota. And that is also a place where God is used me at as well. We are established in Minnesota. It's an organization full of African Americans, entrepreneurs, and we have all come together to build, to do a rebuilding of Black Wall Street right here in Minnesota. And so what we're in the process of doing before I go into the word is we're coming together collectively to buy 230 acres of land. And if that's in Minnesota, one of the first stops that will be taken. After that, we will go from state to state. And on this land, we plan to build churches, which is one will be Miracles First International Ministry. We plan to build schools, hospitals, doctors' offices, everything, restaurants, beauty salons, nail salons. We have several people that already have come with us to establish the business that they want to place for Black Wall Street, Minnesota, which is the organization that I'm with. Amen. And like I just said to you all, that is something that God has ordained with. Everything that I do is what God directs me to do. Even me coming tonight on this podcast is something that the Lord has spoken to me about. And I'm just glad that I'm here to complete this assignment tonight. Glory to God. So tonight I just want to come on here briefly. I won't be with you for long. And I just want you to relax and go on a journey, a quick journey with me. So that we all can understand the time and what's going on right now. And it's something as simple as this where what God is telling us um, in the world today, in America, in the world, I also say again, God wants us to stay focused. He is asking for the body of Christ to Oh. And now I'm going to turn over to the word today as I was sitting 
in my home, in my living area, in the place that I am safe at. The Lord spoke to me about Psalms 91. And I want you to go with me if you have your Bible. If not, I'll just read it for you. And in Psalms 91, it says, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. And I'm going to go down some more. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. For he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and buckler. You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. Let me say that one more time. So you all can hear me in the front and the back. It will not come near you. And as I'm done reading this, I'm going to tell you why again. In verse number eight, it goes on to say, you will only look with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord your dwelling place. The most high. Who is my refuge? No evil shall be allowed to befall you. No plant come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. On their hands they will bear you up. Lest you strike your foot against the stone. You will tread on the lion and adder. The young lion and the serpent you will trample underfoot. Because he holds fast to me in love. I will deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. When he calls to me, I will answer. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him. And honor him with long life. I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So that is what God is saying to his church in this hour. He just wants us to stay focused. This is why in Psalms 91, as it begins there, it said, you, When you do well, see, when you do well, in God, that means you're living in Him. That means that God is your shelter. And let me tell you a little bit more about that shelter. The shelter definition is the state of being free from danger. See, that's what the people of God have to do in this hour and for the rest of your life. You have to stay in the shelter of the Almighty God. 
because it protects you from danger. You're going to be free from danger, just like it said. That's why you're in the. That's why you're dwelling in that place. That's why you're living in that place. That's why you abide in their place, in the place of the Almighty God. And to abide means that you're going to do, you need to remain unmovable, unshakable, and abounding in God. You need to just stay stable, stay focused, people. We must stay focused on the promises of God. We must know how to apply the word to our life. Mm -hmm. Because it is that he who dwells. Sometimes you got to take a second and just think about what you're reading in scripture. It says he, are you he who dwells in the secret place? I don't know about you, but I have to dwell in that secret place. It's very necessary for us to dwell in that secret place. It's very necessary for us to stay focused. Focus on the Almighty God. That's why you have to allow this word, this scripture right here, to manifest in your life. You have to allow it to be stable. Hmm. See, because also in that scripture, it says the shadow. I'm just going to the third point right now. And it says the shadow. And listen, let me tell you a little bit about the shadow. A shape produced by a body coming between a ray of light and surface. And remember back in, in, in Psalms 91, it said, In the shelter of the Most High, you will abide in the shadow of the Almighty God. Don't you want to be God in the shadow of God? Because, you know, we, my daughter, the other night, as I turned off the light, and I had a little light beaming, and she seen her shadow. And she was very intrigued with the shadow. And she would move to the right, and she would move to the left, and her shadow would go back and forth with her. And she was loving it. She was starting to do things with her hand, and everywhere that her hand went, went the shadow was going right along with her. And that taught me something then, and that's what God is saying right now. In the shadow of the Almighty God. See, God wants us to know that He is a security for us. And then the Lord spoke to me and told me to look up the description of a security officer. <laughs> the description of a security guard. And then I did a little research. Let's stay focused. And it says secure. Some of the descriptions of a security guard is one point is secure premises. They secure your premises. I know as I was telling you about the organization that I'm with, we have um we have some security that comes sometimes to some of our functions. And we will have the, the security of the Black Panthers, the younger Black Panthers, and they will come and secure us. And everywhere that we go, they go. See, that's what God is. That's what God wants to do with his church. That's what God wants to do with his children. Everywhere that we go, he wants to be there with us, securing the primitive. 
making sure that there is nothing around us that can harm us. And then that brings me to my next point of a security guard. It's obtaining help by by sounding alarm. Obtaining help by sounding alarm. See, that's why we have to listen to the alarm system that God brings in our life sometimes. We can't ignore the alarm system that God is bringing. That's why God will bring you a word. That's why he might rebuke you or even send someone to rebuke you if you cannot hear the voice of God for yourself. That's why he will always bring a prophet also. Because there is warning for before destruction. So security guard, they obtain help by sounding the alarm. And that's exactly what God is doing for his children. He's obtaining help by sounding the alarm. He's like, alarm, that, that press that button right there. I want you to protect them. That's my children. I'm sounding the alarm. I want them to hear what I am telling them. And that's what he's telling us tonight. He's telling us to stay focused. Don't be so concerned what's going on in America right now. But be concerned what's going on in the kingdom of God. That's why we have to dwell in the secret place. That's why we have to stay in the shelter. That's why we have to abide and remain in God. Remain stable. That's why we have to be the be with the shadow of the almighty God. Uh-huh. So whenever we move, whenever he moves, we're moving right along with him. He's moving us away from all the, the, the alarms, you know, like the hurt alarms that's coming along the way. Because let me tell you, there will be more things coming in America. If you're in America listening to this, there will be more calamity coming. But guess what? God is already sounding the alarm. He's already warning us to stay focused. Stay in prayer. Stay dwelling in the secret place. Stay focused on him and his promises. Let God be your shelter. Abide in him. <laughs> and then some more things I learned about a security uh, guard description is they will prevent you from loss and damage. They prevent you from being, oh God, they prevent from anything being lost or damaged. And just like I was telling you when those security was out there with us, it was preventing anyone to steal from any of our booths. Because it was different people coming from different areas. But listen, these security, the Black Panthers, they were so on guard that people couldn't even, they, it was nothing they would be able to steal because it was probably about six of them securing the premises, and making sure we don't have any loss or damage. And that is what God is saying to his children. He wants to secure us from any loss or damage. That's why we have to stay dwelling in the secret place of the Almighty God. That's why it's important for us to learn how to walk in the Spirit. That's what we have. That's why we have the gift of the Holy Spirit. We have to really use it. We have to understand it. We have to know it. Because there's some things that God wants to unlock for his children. It's some generational blessing that God is trying to bring forth right now at this very hour. 
So I'm going to go a little more detail about that description of the security guard. The security guard also helps to maintain stability. Oh my God. They help the premises to maintain stability. They help the people to maintain stability. And let me tell you, God wants to help his generation. He wants to help his peculiar people to maintain stability. Yes, that's what God wants to get to his children. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. And then there's some more things. Contribute to team effort. That's what a security guard do. They contribute to team effort. Glory to God. And God really does. He he can he contribute to team effort. That's why this when it comes to this God business, listen, you can't just expect God to do everything and you're not doing anything. No. That's not the way it goes. I have learned through these years of surrendering to God and following God and moving by the Spirit, that if I don't take a step, then God, there is no way that things will move the way they need to move. But I had to learn that if I begin to start to walk by faith and not by sight. So I would take a little, I would take a step towards what God was telling me to do. And once I took a step, God would take 10 steps ahead of me. It was a team effort. God was contributing to me. But you know the God that we serve, he's a big God, so he's going to go above and beyond. <laughs> That's why I just told you all that I took one step and God took ten steps ahead of me. Hallelujah. That's why it's very important that we go to these scriptures and we understand what we're reading. And we want to dwell. When you're dwelling in the secret place, when, when he dwells, if you're dwelling in that secret place, you have shelter, you have safety, you have security, you have everything that you need when you dwell in God and stay focused. Stay focused on the master plan of God. God has a plan for us. He has a plan for you and he has a plan for me. And he wants us to be a, listen, he, he says, come on, come on, we're a team. Let us grow up to do this thing. Let us be kingdom-minded, not worldly-minded. Well, in the secret place of the world, let's not dwell in the secret place of Satan, but let us dwell in the secret place of the Almighty God. So that we can get the requirements, so that we can get the blessings, so that we can have the mindset that God wants to give us. Don't you want the mind of Christ? Don't you want to carry the power of God? Because the Bible did teach us that we are sons of God, right? So if we're sons and we carry his characteristics, that's why he said you're the shadow. You see what I'm saying? You know, when you got a shadow, it's almost like it's the same thing. That means that God wants to give his children everything that we desire. He wants to give us the peace that surpasses all understanding. He wants to give us the joy. He wants us to carry the, the fruits of the Spirit. 
And this brings me to another scripture. I'm going to go to Second Chronicles 7 and 14. Glory be to God. Second Chronicles 7 and 14. Hallelujah. If you have your Bibles, you can turn with me. I'll give you a minute to turn with me. I won't be with you for too much longer here. And I pray that this word is feeding someone today. In Second Chronicles 7 and 14, it says, If my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my faith and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. And though sometimes I hear people say, oh, they, uh, that, that, that's kind of old. No, it's not old. It's so new for us today. It's exactly what God is telling us today. That's why we have to stay focused. That's why we have to dwell in that place with God. That's why we have to humble ourselves and pray. That's why we have to turn from our wicked way. That's why we have to seek diligently. That's why we have to be kingdom citizens. That's why we have to carry the mind of Christ. Yes. Stay focused. Stay focused. Because I don't know about you, but I really want God to heal the land. I really want God to heal my neighborhood. I really want God to heal this city. I really want God to heal the community. I want him to heal the black community. I want him to heal the white community. I want him to heal the Mexican community. I want him to heal the Asian community. I want him to heal Pakistan community. And so on and so forth. I am seeking for God to heal our land. That's why God wants us to dwell in that place. Come on. See, we all have to play a part in this thing. We have to begin to prophesy to this land. We have to learn how to take it to another level right in our location of where we at right now. You have to start speaking and using your kingdom authority and your kingdom power and your kingdom voice. You have to dwell. That's why God, that's why he wanted to dwell in the secret. But that's why you have to dwell there. Because there is benefits to dwelling in that place. There is benefits when you practice that Psalms 91. There is benefits. Everyone that's joining us today. Glory to God. Glory to God. Because we need God. Listen, we need, we need it. We need it. We need God. We need God. This America need God. We need God. And we need God. That's why we just have to dwell in that place. We have to stay focused. We have to remain faithful. We have to remain humble. We have to remain in God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. 
Glory to the Almighty God. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I'm just thankful that we have an opportunity to walk as kingdom citizens. We should be thankful that we have the opportunity to carry out this assignment in this hour. This is the time that the church must rise from their broken place. This is the time that the one that was in the back must come to the front. This is the time we have stepped into a very strategic time. That's why God is telling us, don't be so focused on what the president is doing. I don't care what they're doing. I want you to focus on me and my government system. Okay, there was a little uh, disruption, but we're back on the air now. Focus on God's government system. That's what God is saying. He wants us to stay focused. Do not lose no hope, church. Come on. I came on here tonight to tell someone this. I came on here tonight because I have an assignment for someone tonight. Because it is time for us today. It is time for us even in 2021. It is time for the church to rise up. It's time for us to start decreeing and declaring what we want to see. That's why if you dwell in the secret place, that's why God is speaking to us through that scripture tonight. That's why we have to keep under the shelter of God so we can know how God is operating. So we won't be so concerned with what the world is operating in. Because, see, the world is trying to throw fear at us right now. Every time you turn on that news, it's fear tactic. But God is, what God is telling me, he's like, uh-uh, turn that off and turn me on. Because I'm going to show you what I want you to do in this hour. I'm going to show you what I want you to start speaking to. Because God is looking for his children to be an example. He's looking for his children to lead. He's looking for, listen, why there is people right now that's looking for the sons of God. They're looking for us. And what are we doing today? I sure hope we not get caught up in fear with them. And if you are caught up in fear, today is your opportunity to turn from that way. Today is your opportunity to be delivered and set free. Set free from that bondage of fear so that you can rise up and walk into your kingdom power and authority. Humble ourselves and pray. Communicate with God. Dwell in this secret place. Abide under the shadow. Let God be your security. I share with you tonight some of those descriptions of a security. And do not forget what the Lord is saying to you tonight. Because you want to maintain that stability. You want to maintain walking in Psalms 91. You want to maintain Chronicles Two, Second Chronicles 2, 7 and 14. You want to maintain these words that you're reading. 
You want to maintain what God is saying through his word. You want to maintain even what God is saying through his prophet on this day. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. We just bless God for everything that God is doing in this hour. I really just got to honor God. Hallelujah. Because I'm going to tell you, let me just tell you a little bit about myself. I just gave you a little description earlier, but I'm going to go in a little more detail about who I am. I am a wife as well. I've been married for 16, almost 16 years. I'm a mother of nine children. Yes, nine children. And I tell you one thing, whoever's listening to this tonight. If I can walk in God and he can use me for such a time as this, if he can take this little girl from Inglewood area, if he can take this little abused, abused girl and change me and turn me around and now use me for the nation, use me to be a part of a building, a Black Wall Street, then he can use you too. Then you can do anything if you believe. That's why he wants you to stay focused. That's how my journey goes. I stay focused. I walk by faith and not by sight. See, because when people were telling me that she, you, you, you need to just stay in the back and take care of them kids, I was telling them, I'm going to, not only am I going to take care of these kids, but I'm not going to just stay in the back, okay? I'm going to have to be disobedient to what you're saying. I'm going to have to tiptoe my way to the front because I know that is where God is calling me. So despite of what you're saying, I'm going to stay focused.